Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. You're listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. This is Paul Hawksby. I'm oh, Andy Jacobs. And this is the H&J Daily with some of the best bits of this afternoon's show. We were live from Cheltenham with Paddy Power today, and we were joined not just by Andy Smart, our old mate, but... Uh, his partner in crime with the comedy store players, Steve Frost, who was very funny, wasn't he? Yeah, they were in very good form. And uh, You had the tale of the trip. And yes, of course. That, as yeah. always. Uh, we also uh, chatted to Ivo Graham, a comedian and Swindon fan, his yes. first trip here. Um, we Martin also Kellner. Martin Kellner was on good form. Yeah. yeah, we spoke to him. And I think that probably just about does it. That's a fair bit of stuff there. Can you think of anything else? I look at the producer. No, I think that's it. Here it all is. <laughs> It is approaching six minutes past Ooh, one. Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon, Andy. Good afternoon, Paul. Good afternoon, everybody. And it's very, very exciting. And it's yeah. our assistant producer, Jamie. It's his first visit to uh, Cheltenham. And, yes. uh, of course, the old anecdotes, the old Cheltenham anecdotes came out. And yes. we were telling him the one about the manager of the Best Western Hotel, the man who used to oversee the breakfast with military precision. Yeah. And he said to me... More mushrooms, more sausage. <laughs> he said to me, is, was he like Salt Bay? <laughs> Not really. <laughs> Not Really? Not really. <laughs> the no. man less like Salt Bay we've never. And then there was an interesting incident last night in the restaurant when Rupert took Jamie to task for being too polite. He said to the in the restaurant, "Would you mind? And sorry to trouble you, but could I have a pint of IPA?" <laughs> of course, only the landed gentry like Rupert know how oh, to yeah. speak down to the staff. Yeah. You've got to learn. Jamie. We were able to have an off-record <laughs> conversation with Talk Radio's royal correspondent. Oh, incredible. Rupert Bell. That's a booking it. Oh, oh, I think yeah. it must be a booking it. I he think. knows them all. He went to school with one of them, apparently, who does actually perspire, apparently. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, you know. well, he did then. <laughs> he did then. We did he... then. That was a long time ago. And he some started Crown at Prince bloke, we can't mention his name, but he, he used to throw knives as a warning yeah. at people's feet. And Paul said to him, I think you and I went to very different schools. Yeah. <laughs> there were knives at my school, but they weren't thrown by princes. <laughs> no, probably no. not, actually. And um, we, we're talking of Rupert, we came up with a great new idea a tv show for him uh, based on rupaul's drag race we're calling it rupert's drag race. rupert's drag race yes, he said he'd never seen the show no. uh, he claimed not so he doesn't really understand the format but he'd soon get the hang of yeah, it i've arranged uh, the jockeys drag up and they have to sew their own silks and everything it's really nice okay well i'll leave that with you andy good luck with that <laughs> i don't think it's going to work and uh, the moths got to one of my uh, chis- uh cheltenham jackets yes 
amazing jacket. Yeah, I noticed that. You are in a, you're in a dark blue blazer today. That's very smart, but yeah, you normally wear yeah, more check. tweedy, yeah. Can you warn um, it with moth holes? It, doesn't it make it look like, well, give it a lot of character? The thing is, my wife took it to the Invisible Menders. No, she didn't. She took it to the Visible Menders. <laughs> That's very true. And it's, it's, it's an unusual wound. business. If you start me, if you caught, yeah, you, but basically yeah, it looks like somebody's badly patched up, like an old Western when someone gets shot. <laughs> very much and they so. have to, and, but that's your jacket now, isn't it? It's the right. Visible Mendes. Of course, it did remind me of the Portuguese super agent who went missing, Invisible Mendes. Yes, okay, <laughs> of course it did, yeah. What's next? He's got <laughs> well, two pages. Well, We're only on the train the one for thing, now. The one thing you told me not to mention, but we have to mention. No, we'll we don't have to mention. We'll be tweeting a picture Poor woman. Out Look at the producer. He's desperate for me to okay. mention it. Alison Bender's Mystery Meal. And uh, Alice, last week, Alison, who's a friend of TalkSport, a friend of mine, actually, and uh, a great woman and a great reporter, but she was she put up a picture of this food. And we, and the, I mean, we had to guess what it was. Yeah. And it turned out to be uh, mushroom stroganoff. Mushroom stroganoff, that's right. <laughs> but uh, anyway, despite the unappealing look of the meal, uh, the photo was liked by TalkSport's Toby Gillies, oh, apparently. The minutiae of this. quite strange, yeah, really. Okay. I don't know why you would. I won't interrupt, I'll just let him get on with it. I think it helps him. But what's next? Well, in the toilet, there was a button marked, uh, you can speak directly to the driver. What, on the train? In, on yes. the train. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought, what you'd say to him? Thanks for the smooth ride, assuring there was no spillage. Yeah. <laughs> Very strange idea, really. Yeah. We also discovered that John prefers Branston Beans to Heinz. I thought that was quite yeah, interesting. Yeah, OK, yeah, yeah. Box of those on the way. Um... <laughs> Another one of my Cheltenham... Train-based stand-up material. Whatever happened to tickets? Oh yeah, we, we, we tickets? went. We went e-tickets, <laughs> didn't we? Went e-tickets. Can't and, get uh, tickets now. Andy wasn't keen on e-tickets. He couldn't open them on his phone. But uh, there we are. We also discovered that the Talksport Engineering Department. You're like this, Simon. It's not yachting, but you'll like it. It's um, <laughs> basically. <laughs> They've got their own Twitter account. Oh, yeah. I mean, why the TalkSport Engineering Department need a Twitter account? I don't know. They've got anyway. a lot of people following them, is it? Well, they've got marginally more followers than the National Obsession, John's podcast. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's that's a disappointing. Maybe they should start Point a TalkSport really. Engineering podcast. <laughs> is that not true? Yeah. I got that no, they've got, yeah, they've got oh, less. They've got more followers. Yeah, but not many. No. Okay. <laughs> I never know what's right to say or not. He's looking quite worried. <laughs> anyway. Is that it? No, it's always more. Go on then. Oh yes, um, my poorly poured lager. That was good. Yeah. Um, Go on, you can describe. Well, it's just Andy. He just—they gave him a can of lager in the restaurant last night, and he was chatting away, and he didn't tilt the glass, and he just turned the can upside down. <laughs> so, in the end, he just had predominantly froth. They're like in the Czech Republic, they like a pint like that. Some people like a pint of froth. Yeah. But and it was all ra- flying over the top. Yeah, and, know, and then John, John tried to lean forward to get a better photo of it for social media. Then he crunched this wine glass. It was like a Jewish wedding. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. <laughs> Here we go. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Red wine, Clara everywhere, <laughs> everywhere there was. Everywhere, yes, yeah. that's absolutely true. But uh, it was a lovely restaurant. We've been there before. We went in the in the festival. Yeah. They do Sri Lankan sort of street food. Coconut tree, let's give them a mention. They're it's very great. good, yeah, yeah. But not good enough for Rupert. <laughs> no, he just, he said it's, Silver a, it's a bit sloppy for <laughs> yeah, me, a bit no, sloppy. Like, he did suggest well, that Surely he's used to these sort of public school <laughs> dinners. I mean, they're all slop, aren't they, really? <laughs> so I can't see why he finds it, why he finds no. it difficult. He did suggest that one point that we brought Princess Kate for dinner there because he felt she needed a good meal. I think she's fine. Okay, <laughs> fair enough. You're not, uh, yeah. That's, that's, I know, finally. Okay, yeah. Finally, yeah. this section. No, actually, two more bits. The restaurant brought us the wrong bill. Rupert was very keen for me to include this section. Yes. 
And John seemed pleased and was happy to pay the wrong bill. Yes. A, then they brought the correct bill. He was so annoyed that he didn't get away with it. Yeah. So he, <laughs> yeah, that's right. He's yeah. a company man. He is a company man. That's very and true. Green King, our wonderful sponsors, oh, they, yeah. they, they give us vouchers to spend in their pubs. It's really nice. Yes. And John told us that Tom Kerridge, Hand and Flowers Pub, which is a lovely gourmet pub, yeah. uh, is a Green King pub. So he got very excited about having a meal there and John turning up with a wheelbarrow full of Green King vouchers <laughs> yeah. just empty in the centre of the restaurant. Go on, Tom. Fill your boots. So is that there it? you go. That'll that's do it. for now. There we are. I'll let Andy get that off his chest. That's basically before. That's everything up to the point we got here. <laughs> the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from TalkSport. Welcome back to Cheltenham. Uh, and we just had the first race of the afternoon. Oh, um, we were kind of watching from a distance, but uh, thankfully too many were out there cheering on the the horses are uh, two members of the comedy store players uh, long-standing comedy group that travel the world bringing you top level improv they're at the comedy store twice a week as well <laughs> it's andy smart a regular voice here on uh, talk sport with us and steve frost good afternoon boys how it's are great you? to afternoon. be here we just saw the first race there fantastic yeah. so you you, you got uh, at 66 to one each I got, way i andy. got 66 each way yeah it came second so that'd be a nice little uh, start, start of the day so but we had the favorite as well which fell at the first ah yeah but uh, there you go he had uh, a young jockey on to get the three pound claim and uh, i think you might have uh, been a bit excited well that's controversial yeah <laughs> <laughs> that smacks of sleaze and corruption <laughs> yeah, we had, <laughs> yeah we're saying we were chatting that we had a drink with you last night guys and you were telling us who's you oh that's it yeah, I told you, I could <laughs> you know you were so sexy last night <laughs> you're totally different now you're on the radio <laughs> 
you were telling us some great stories because you were no, 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 no. It was the bloke standing next <laughs> to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, we've been lucky enough to yeah. see racing all over the world. We've been to uh, Happy Valley in uh, in Hong Kong. We've done Singapore, Bangkok. Uh, we've done. We we actually went to the Kentucky Derby about. Uh, 10, 15 years ago. Yeah. And yeah. that was that was one of the best days out we've ever had. We we flew down from New York. We were staying in a camper van on the, in the, in the, car, the park. car park of nice. the 12 Flags Amusement Park. <laughs> the glamour. The glamour. Oh, yes, but, but one of the lads said uh, on the Friday night before the big race, he said, uh, I've, got, I, I've been invited to this party. Do you want to come? And we, we, we all got in this car. We drove around Louisville for a while. We got a bit lost. And then we turned up at this house and it was Ry Kuda's party. <laughs> Ry Kuda? Yeah. yeah. And he wasn't in. Wow. <laughs> we had a great time. Yeah, he was in because could... you, you kept nicking his guitar and playing, oh, playing punk songs. Okay. Right, yeah. Right. What did Roy Kuda make of your old sort of 70s, one, two, three, four, punk? One, two, three, four, get your hair cut, get your hair cut. He loved it. Yeah. He put a, a, bit, he put a Louisiana tilt on it. Get your hair yeah. 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 But, you know, He did a little bottleneck version of it. We, we got on like a house on fire, which is what happened, and they had to call the fire brigade. Yeah, the, the amazing thing is you also told us you went to the jockey club in Hong Kong. Ah, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We should yeah. say before the start of this story that both of you, you're about six foot four, aren't you? Six, six, six. Six, six. Yeah. six, yeah. six, six, six two, yeah. Six, two, we were with, it, we were with a, a young Russian girl called Olga Nokina, who was about five foot two. And uh, we, we went to see the Shartin. races at Shartin, but we were a That's day like early. Hong Kong. Mm, yeah. We were a day early. So the, uh, they said, there's no racing today. So we said, oh, we'll get, is there a restaurant? And they pointed us in this door. We went in. We had a lovely dope soul. Overlook, overlooking the, the, empty the empty racetrack. Track. The only people there eating wine, fine wines and all those. Beautiful. Things. And then we said, we'd like to pay. They said, no, 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 you're jockeys. You don't have to pay. <laughs> you're jockeys. <laughs> can we have your jockey number? And we went, Is this, no. Was this for the Chartin Shire horse meeting? Yeah, With our legs. So he said, jockey number. I went, four, three, one, two, three, four. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they obviously thought, the lady, short lady with five foot two, they thought she was a jockey. They obviously did, yeah. So did you have to do a runner? No, we had to go round all the tables where the other diners were saying, could you pay for our pill? We'll give you the money. They were looking at us like, who are these Not like when we were at Happy Valley, which is the in the Hong Kong yeah, the yeah. Happy Valley one and we got in the wrong lift we wanted to go up you know it's very tall you know steep yeah. so we got in the lift and Andy says oh, I know it we go right at the top press this button the, the lift doors open the other way and we oh, got in right. and it's just all steam it's kitchens so we walk through <laughs> we eventually find a room like the room we're in at the moment we sit there and a waitress comes and said would you like a drink would you like something to do we said yeah 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 and about an hour later this bloke came and said are you members? He said, no. He said, okay. what you, he said, what are you doing, what are you doing at my table? And we, Sorry. Yeah. You also told us, and that it's a bit visual, this. So great, can, oh, yeah, but yeah. you did tell us that uh, you had a run-in with a, 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 not a run-in, you had a kind well, of we had a, great a soul legend. Yeah, yeah. Well, we were at, at, back at Kentucky Derby on the Sunday. Everyone's leaving. So the airport's absolutely jam-packed, yeah. and there was nowhere to sit, and we were a bit... We were suffering from heat stroke and hangovers. <laughs> and, and, the only, <laughs> and the only two seats that were, were, were vacant were these massage, massage chairs. You, you, you put oh, a yeah, couple yeah. of yeah. But if you put a dollar in, oh, and they would only last for about two minutes, and we thought, well, this is going to cost a fortune. So we yeah. just sat on the chairs and Going just shook our shoulders. Miming, as if like, yeah. like as Ted if we Heath. And who walks past? But Smokey Robinson. Smokey Robinson. <laughs> and who walks past but Smokey Robinson? <laughs> it's like the fast show. Who else? Which was nice. 
voice. And we start to and talk to him. And he thought it was hilarious. And he's he, got he, a beautiful he, voice when he talks. He just has goes, he really? The tears yeah, yeah. Of a, oh, beautiful. Oh. And then this, his wife came His up. wife was shopping. So yeah. he said, did you mind if I wait here with you two? Because you you look like you're having fun. <laughs> <laughs> did you have the winner, Smokey? It's interesting because Smokey Robinson's got a beautiful singing voice, but it'd be interesting if his talking voice was like Sean Dyche. Hello, lads. How are you? It's my job, by the way. from Motorhead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cheers of a clown. I'll do that for you. Talking of voices, you may recognise Stephen's voice because you are the voice of the national. You were for many years, weren't you? Players must be 16 or over. Yeah. It's a rollover this week, and an estimated value of forty million pounds. How much? They once had you sitting there. You did a kind of toast-like uh, voice session when they had you saying increments of a million quid, didn't you, Steve? Yeah, well, you, they, they, you know, it's when the lottery first started, and it was like you could win a million quid, and then it rolled over, and it got to, and so I had to sit in the studio again. You could win a million pounds, and I'm there all day. I got to forty million, and then to sixty million, and it, it goes ahead. And, and of course, I said you could win sixty million pounds. Says no, don't make it too loud because that's too enthusiastic. <laughs> I said it's sixty million quid, mate. <laughs> <laughs> that's when I lost the gig. Oh, it's uh, it's uh, so just the comedy store players. Just remind how it's long you Sunday, guys been going? Well, we've been going thirty-six years now. So, wow, we. Uh, but it's only on Sundays now. It's uh, seven thirty till 9.30 every Sunday, and uh, it's just so much fun still doing it, yeah. It's brilliant. I mean, you know, because of the pandemic, it all closed down. Yeah. I think I did my first one in August, and I thought, I'm 66 years old now, I thought, well, that's it, I can retire and all the rest of it. No. I did the gig, first gig in two years, and it's high as a kite, just being on stage, and and the audience as well, you just can't show, this is why I do it, this is why I like doing it. And then Andy comes on, it all goes downhill. You had a great night at the Globe, Andy, you were saying, that was Yeah, we did the Globe, that was a fantastic gig and then we did uh, we did Galway Festival a couple of weeks ago yeah that's our first comedy festival since, well we did Edinburgh Festival as well we did Edinburgh Festival this year which after was two year break and fantastic. All that it's like going back yeah. to 1984 there was yeah. so, so yeah. few people yeah. there he was you know? paying the same prices for his beer yeah. <laughs> so have you got some other overseas trips did you do tour abroad a lot well doing I've just been asked to do this ski during so I'm going oh, out yes. to uh, yeah. Calgary Stampede Grounds to um, commentate on ski during which is where you have a skier He's toad behind He's improvising. It. He's making this up. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> I looked it up on YouTube. It's yeah. <laughs> it's a, it's a, a skier towed by a horse. Towed by a horse. And yeah. then they have he, to, they go over jumps. They have to collect rings on their arms. Over jumps? Oh, yeah, yeah. And he to, he's, he's telling me this on the train on the way to Cheltenham last night. And I said, I said, Andy, I can't do all that physical. Because he runs with the bulls. And I, said, yeah. I said, you know, give me a glass of brandy and a sofa. He said, can I stop you there, Steve? Yeah. The last race, they have a sofa and a table. And pulled, a, by and, and, and pulled by two horses. Pulled by two horses. Wow. Got the gig. <laughs> and his job is to go and report on the going. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Cold. You're yeah, going to be commentating on this. I'm going to be commentating. Are you going to give it a go as Calgary, well? Calgary, yes. Oh, I, yeah, I'm definitely having a go. Cause oh, I yeah. Well, we'll get you on at the time. Oh, we'll, yeah, you definitely. Can report yeah. Live Cabbage coming off through the patch. <laughs> <laughs> now, do you have any, uh, Andy, your tips, are, every time well, you come, come to, we see yeah. you at the festival. Did you say you're nice tips? Yeah, yeah. Can you say that? You normally have this last night in the pub. Yeah, you normally have a few winners for us. So, what are we fancying? in the next race the 140 our first commentary race uh, the next race I think I think you're on Magic Saint weren't that's you that's it Magic Saint yeah it's got a, 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 
I mean, it's it's going to be the favourite, but it's got a really. Hopefully, the jockey won't fall off. This time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, hopefully, yeah. yeah. And what's your nap of the afternoon then? The nap of well, the about four thirty. Has a yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I did walk into that. <laughs> I think yeah. glass door shop. Saw you coming. <laughs> Rachel Blackmore's horse in the uh, in the uh, cross country. That's my. That's my. I've got to make two corrections before you. <laughs> yes. Okay. Number one, it's not the Talksport Engineering Department. Yeah. that's got a Twitter account. It's Talksport Edge. Talksport Edge. I was going to say that. Engineering. Yeah. <laughs> Steve. And no, except though. it wasn't funny. What's the other correct? <laughs> the hand and flower uh, in Marlow is leased from Green King. It isn't a Green King managed site. Uh, the vouchers won't be valid. Oh, oh no. Absolutely. I resign. That's Order. the worst Order. news I've heard today. <laughs> Brilliant. So we can see you on Sunday nights. Sunday yeah. nights at the at the comedy store. And yeah. uh, we're, we're, yeah, we're, we'll be all over the country, hopefully, when the. I thought you were going to say we'll be all over the place. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll take that as given. <laughs> Well, lovely, lovely yeah, to see you both. Lovely to see you. Have oh, a cracking stuff. afternoon. Enjoy lovely, yourselves. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, and we'll catch up with you soon. All and they're off. There we are. <laughs> Andy Smart and Steve Frost there. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Making his first, geographically not far from his no. part of the world, but making his first trip to Cheltenham is a comedian, friend of the show, Ivo Graham. Ivo, good afternoon. Afternoon, thank you very much for having me. Yeah, so I love being friend of the show. By well, the way. well, I say, yeah, you don't get a badge or anything. But no, that's uh, all right. Because yeah. I, I, I feel sometimes feel like a, a user of the show. <laughs> like I'm just popping in London to plug something that's not selling very well. But to get the Cheltenham invite, yeah, it's, it's a real honour. Well, uh, it's, it's lovely. We've, we've invited you a couple of times before. You've not been able to make it, probably because you've been working. But okay, well, that's undermined my. It's a real honour. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> So, I mean, it, it, it's, a, it's a beautiful view, isn't it? From, it is a lovely view. This is my first time here it's a it's a gorgeous box if I can paint a picture yeah on a, on a day that hasn't quite made up its mind weather-wise and um, <laughs> racing wise it's there's everything to play for I'm yeah. sure <laughs> uh, apart from the next race where there's not a lot of people actually wanting to play no just there's two only horses. two horses you're not a big racing fan you tell I'm not all. a big racing fan and I, I was very clear about that up front uh, yeah, I didn't no, want to waste enough. your listeners time with no, bad punditry but <laughs> apparently that's fine we yeah. weren't either but when we started coming here we didn't really have that much interest in it but it gets to you the yeah. whole thing so if, especially if in the March festival now the last time I saw you Ivo you were on TV with Ian Stone in the excellent BT show oh, right, it's yes. the football's on the isn't football's it on. and it was really funny I oh, really enjoyed it much, and you were talking about Swinon you were talking about your <laughs> mad chairman you really, you really that story you told about him with the season tickets you tell us that one was really oh yes Colum- our new chairman our sort of good mad new chairman because we, we, we had we had an old bad mad chairman <laughs> okay, yeah, um, yeah. and uh, I've actually been, been told quite a lot of uh, times by BT Sports lawyers <laughs> the exact things that I'm not allowed to say about him right. but he's gone now um, uh, Lee Power um, the man who brought Tim Sherwood to the club, for better or worse, worse, uh, <laughs> is no longer our chairman. And instead, we've got an Australian plumbing magnate called Clem Morfuni, who turned up uh, sort of shortly after the, the completion of his takeover in August, when the club had looked dead and buried, like uh, you know, on the brink of real sort of Berry-esque administration a few mm. weeks previously. Um, suddenly, all these new players came in, and uh, and he went on an absolute charm offensive, which included going to a, a friendly, a pre-season friendly in a, in a Swindon bucket hat, and then driving around the town in a in a lorry, handing out season tickets. I say handing out season tickets. I, I think people were still expected to, to pay for them. Uh, the, the desperation hasn't quite reached those levels yet. But, uh, but he's back in Australia now, Clem, um, but which, is, which, which is fair. He's, he's, he's got a family and, uh, and, and you know, he's... 
his, his, a plumbing magnet has to return to the toilet occasionally. <laughs> but uh, but the, the club, are, we're doing great. It's, it's, been a, it's been a fantastically positive season so far. And you'd Brilliant. imagine that he follows the team from afar. I mean, it's, you know, you'd, you'd hope so. Um, yeah. You know, uh, the, of course, it's uh, the, the time difference is an ideal. But if if you want to if you want to be the chairman of a of a, <laughs> of a League Two football team while living in Sydney, yes, you will have to stay up until one o'clock in the morning to watch a boring nil-all draw with Mansfield. <laughs> <laughs> now, I presume when you were growing up, you were probably under pressure. Your friends probably supported Manchester United or Liverpool or something <clears> like that. So, what made you plump for Swindon, and did you come under pressure for that? Well, I did support Man United uh, oh. uh, uh, in the late nineties, and what a time it was to support Man United. And then my father, I think, had uh, just more sort of desire to make me feel awkward than anything said uh, you're a glory hunter and you should support your local team yeah. and I very obediently said okay would you would you please take me to watch Swindon Town <laughs> and he sort of looked back at me with the face of a man who'd bitten off rather more than he could chew <laughs> spent Saturday afternoon on the golf course and instead of take me to watch some league at that point probably league one football mm. um, and he's never been a great supporter uh, it's, it's often quite hard to find people to go to the games with um, although I've joined a whatsapp group called the London Reds who are a great source of, uh, of transfer tidbits and general goss uh, and a lot of 1993 nostalgia. And occasionally I'll go to away games with them. I went to watch us away at Sutton a few weeks ago. Um, uh, a, a noble away win. We're doing very well on the road. Quite, quite weak at home. One of those frustrating things where we're getting quite good attendances because there's such, such a sort of post Clem Morfuni buzz around the club. <laughs> but our, our home results have been pretty, uh, pretty uninspiring. But on the road, we are, we're, we're doing the business. And... Um, and ideally, I'll, I'll go to those games and, and not go on my own. Uh, uh, professionally, you've picked up some gigs that obviously were cancelled around the pandemic. You've been doing some gigs recently. Uh, yes, I've been I've been completing my 2019 tour, which um, yeah. I'm having a lovely time doing the show. But it's it's not massively in date, to be honest. It's basically about me having a new baby and about the 2019 Conservative leadership race, <laughs> which I'm sure we all remember very fondly. But, uh, my daughter's now a toddler, and, and Rory Stewart has essentially retired from politics. So it's not. It, uh, so it's, did it's you? I mean, hot. quite serious rewrites, I would imagine, was it? No. No, no, I'm, I'm just doing it. But I'm afraid, just do it as just do it as if. It, the thing is, no, of course, I've, I've given it some thought. <laughs> of, uh, uh, you know, I'm, 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 uh, uh, you don't wish to do the people who've, who've very loyally clung to their rescheduled tickets a, a disservice. But equally, there'll be a sort of next show next year. So there's this awkward thing of if you start writing too much, and that will, no, that will be in the next one. Yeah. So instead, we have this slightly defrosted Frankenstein's monster <laughs> of a show, yeah. full of me doing a bit and then apologising to all the people who can't remember the things that I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Look, could give out I a leaflet on the way in. <laughs> yeah, exactly. This what is what 2019 was like. <laughs> I'm aware it's been a long time. <laughs> well, you're, I have to say, and you won't have heard this many times in your life, you're better than Jose Feliciano. Right. <laughs> so really? I, I, well, because I've got tickets for him for Bex Hill from, from yeah, May 9, 2019. He's a blind gentleman in his 80s <laughs> who lives in America. Well, I haven't had my money back. Well, OK. Well, I mean, I don't want my money back. I want, I want to see Jose. Uh, but okay. you can see Jose, can't you? <laughs> he's a Jose. He's not a Jose. He's not Jose? Portuguese. No, he's Jose, isn't he? Yeah, oh, Jose. Jose. Oh, Let's play Jose or Jose. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, yeah, I, I, can I just stress? I, I mean Jose no ill will whatsoever. You have no truck. I have no truck. Even if we're competing for Andy's loyalty, that's, yeah. that's fine by me. But it's a, you've got to admit, it's much easier for uh, either a man in his 30s who's, yeah. you know, who lives in the UK yeah, I agree to, to yeah, tour. Yeah. Just, uh, it's easier for him to get to Bexhill than 
80-year-old fella who's blind and lives in California. That's very true. Um, so just have a bit of understanding, <laughs> Andy, is what I'm saying. To. I'm sure he'll make his way here when he can. Oh, well, I'll appreciate it he'll when point, he does. It wouldn't be great if he pointed you out. It's so great to be in England. Some You were so patient. Most of you were. Most of you were. Guy in the front oh, he row Robbing Shepard about me on Talksport. <laughs> he listens to the show. Oh, he loves the station. Jose, Jose, yeah, yeah, come and light my fire. Big LA Galaxy fan, I believe. <laughs> yeah, quite possibly, quite possibly. So, uh, where can we see you then? Um, a, a, a merry scattering of places. Most of the autumn ones uh, were in the south and southwest, leading to some quite spicy comments when I announced the uh, the sort of rescheduled package. Someone put, "Looks like a lot of places where you can stay for free with family friends after the show." Which <laughs> people uh, are horrible. Not, they are. Well, there, there wasn't no truth in it, but uh, I'll have you know, I've actually got godparents as, as far afield as Stirling and Totnes. So I'm, 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 I'm not short of uh, of a free free bunk and bed. Um, free bunk doesn't matter. Yeah. The point is, uh, <laughs> we know what you mean. before Christmas, it's um, I've got a, a big one in Blackheath, um, at South East London next week. I'll probably go home after that one. Uh, I'm going to <laughs> Colchester, I think, the week after. That's an easy train ride home. Yeah. Um, and then in the spring, I'll be going to Manchester. I haven't worked out what my accommodation <laughs> situation is in Manchester. Still time to make friends. Yeah, yeah. Still time to make friends. Well, good stuff. It's lovely to see you. It's uh, lovely to see you guys too. Thank you for having me to Cheltenham. That's a great pleasure. Enjoy the two horse race. You don't see many of them, so especially here. No, so yes, so enjoy exciting. that, and we will catch up with you soon, Ivo. Thanks for um, by the way, any more um, footballs on? You've got more of those coming up? Yeah, yeah, I think um, that's coming back in December. So I'm just picking which um, which Premier League ground I'm going to go and do a sort of, sort of slightly mad walkabout tour of. Brilliant. Uh, it's, it all hangs on. I've essentially become a vlogger for the footballs on, um, where I walk around holding my phone. Yeah, offering. they're great. Enjoy them. Yeah, I really fun. enjoy doing them. I was going to do Norwich, but uh, I don't know if I can take on Frank. Yeah. Uh, if, it is, if it is to be Frank. Yeah, well, we'll, we'll see. see. Thanks, Ivo. Thanks very much. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Welcome back to Cheltenham. That music call signals the arrival of Martin Kellner. Before we chat to him, our old friend Henry Winter, chief football writer of the Times, has just tweeted that Frank Lampard has turned down the opportunity to manage Norwich City. That's, wow. that's all that's been said. It'll uh, be Kettle Knutson. Uh, we'll keep an eye on that. Um, but there we are. That's uh, via Henry Winter from the Times. <laughs> Who? Kettle Knutson. He's the manager of Bodo Glimp, don't you know? Stay with it. Mr. World Football. <laughs> Trying to get the Trans-Europe Express gig, <laughs> yeah, Absolutely. Um, good afternoon, Martin. Good afternoon to you, boys. A man who loves Pleasure. his racing. It's always nice yes. to invite you down to Cheltenham. I'm so excited. I'm £2.50 yeah. up. Oh, tremendous. <laughs> have to now, know, we were making the same point, Martin and I, though, that really? it, people sort of yeah. cheer their horse. What's the point? The no point. There's no point. The horse doesn't know, does it? No. No, it doesn't. But that doesn't stop you doing it, does it? Players, when a player's one-on-one with a goal, he doesn't know you're particularly well. I suppose he does. Well, it's yeah, a person. Does. Yeah, that's, oh, yeah, that's true. I hadn't thought that through. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, my time is of the essence, and clearly, it is. Clear. yeah. So um, we, we, we'll have to almost like a speed dating. We had yes. a bell. Okay, really. I'll tell you what I watched. <laughs> yeah. I watched um, UK's strongest man. Oh yeah, Cammy's doing one. it now, isn't he? Uh, yeah, Cammy's doing it. 
Um, interesting is the Channel 5, uh, I've got a competition in, uh, in association with it where you can uh, win tickets to the 2022 finals. They say they'll whisk you to Milton Keynes. They didn't <laughs> use that word. They said the winner and a partner will be whisked really? to the Milton Keynes <laughs> Stadium. Thrown into the boot of a car. Yeah, not only thrown into the boot of a car, but somebody has to lift the yeah. car up and hold it there before they go. Wow. Um, and they get one day of um, hospitality, including a three-course meal. <laughs> and I thought, well, do they have to eat what the uh, strongest yeah. men contestants eat? 15 eggs and four steaks eggs, for breakfast. Yeah. Which is going to cost them a fortune because they're going to Marco Pierre White's uh, Steakhouse, wow. apparently. Nice. Yeah. Um, but what, in Milton Keynes? In Milton Keynes. Oh, he's got yes. one there, yeah, apparently. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. I, I think so. Has he got oh, one in Milton room. Keynes? But that's, that's where they said they were going to Salt Bay, now you want to open there. Bletchley, I don't salt know. Bay. Yeah, maybe <laughs> so, yeah. handy for that. Um, so I watched that. Uh, always entertaining. I was going to mention Chris Kamara. It was good because yeah. now Jeff's going. He might be looking for alternative yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. employment elsewhere. Oh, yes. It's, it's a different gig, isn't it? I mean, it's a different oh, it's gig. a very Jeff. skilled job. Jeff, no disrespect I mean, to Cammy, but that is a very skilled job. I think they, they have people in-house at, at, at Sky that are kind of doing a, a, a version of Jeff Light already mm. that may step up, I think. I don't see an outsider. I don't see Andy doing it, put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> a man, anybody shouts and he just keeps quiet or speaks to them. Or says so the same thing never, as people are telling yeah, me. Yeah, somebody once sent Andy a T-shirt that said, not Jeff Stelling. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> anyway, sorry, Martin. Yes, uh, also I watched the, it's a BBC Wales show, but it's on the uh, BBC iPlayer, and that is Making Macclesfield FC. Yeah, that was Robbie um, Savage. This it? is Robbie Savage yeah. and Rob Smethers. Rob Smethers made his money in the motor trade. Yeah, um, and has put a little back into Macclesfield. They seem to be doing quite well. What interested me was there was a bit of trouble when uh, Macclesfield played Congleton, right. and apparently it was a big needle match. I didn't, you know, to me they're Who just knew? places in Cheshire. <laughs> Who knew there was that amount of animus between Macclesfield and yeah, Congleton? They don't like but each they, other. They clearly. don't like uh, the, the Congos. Don't like the Mac lads oh, really? <laughs> at all. Yeah. So there was, uh, yeah, that was. Have you got a preference of the two? If, you're, if somebody says you've got to go at Macclesfield or Congleton, where are you going, Mark? I'm going Macclesfield. Okay, I'm all day. Macclesfield all day long. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, uh, the Mac lads used to be. Yeah. I've got a couple Remember of them. the Mac lads, the yeah. band? Yeah, 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 they were a band. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, he was uh, he was a car salesman. He made a load of money. This guy Rob Smethers, and uh, he said, uh, and he sold out. He sold out to one of the big sort of car manuf- not manufacturers, sellers, retailers, yeah, retailers, yeah, yeah, retailers. Yeah. He sold out to one of them, and he said he was sitting at home watching Netflix all day, and decided that he'd rather buy a Northwest Counties uh, Premier League team <laughs> than watch Netflix. That's what Netflix does. That's yeah, what he really Netflix hated Squid Game. Yeah, he didn't stand with that at all. <laughs> too much. Too much. It was. Um, but Robbie Savage sort of goes around saying hi to everybody, does all the... There are people very unkindly call it the uh, the Robbie Savage uh, vanity project, yeah. uh, which he doesn't like at all. No, no. Because he's done he's done well with them. They've yeah. uh, I, think he, I think they're at the top of yeah. He, he the got from what I've read. He's sort of really into it and wants them to do well. well so he he wants to hand it on to his kids and everything. Yeah, so. and all that stuff. I mean, he is into it. Mm. Uh, having said that, when they all turned up for trials, there was no players obviously because right. they were starting from scratch again. Yeah. When they all turned up for trials, he was doing media, so he's supposed to be like the football manager. He wasn't there to, or the head of football not the right. manager the head of football right. and he wasn't there for the trials he was doing something called five live i've never heard of it <laughs> yeah, but yeah, he yeah, was yeah, yeah. sitting there doing that martin i hate to say this but we're out of time. Yeah. We're uh, out what of else time did you watch just briefly 
Uh, I watched the cricket. I watched the cricket. Oh, I yeah. didn't realise the uh, dew was such a factor. <laughs> at the start. Was, uh, Where are you going with this? <laughs> no, I'm not. I thought about it for a second or two. I thought, having come down today from Yorkshire, the yes. best thing is keep quiet. Yeah, oh, very good. Uh, Martin, we're going to miss you for the next couple of weeks, aren't we? Yes, I'm off to uh, visit my daughter. Yeah, so have a lovely time. Martha Arab guards off yeah. to the States, and we'll, we'll catch up with you in a couple of weeks. Maybe you can watch some American sport on TV. Yeah, possibly. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? Who That's knows? a no, then. Nothing else to do. Enjoy the rest of the afternoon, Martin. Thank you very any much. Any winners yet, just very quickly? Yeah, £2.50 up. Oh, £2.50 up, uh, up, yes. Yeah, 40, 40 to 1 second. Actually, if you can t- turn that into a fiver before 4 o'clock, I suppose. <laughs> Hoping to. Hoping to. Cheers, Martin. Right. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Paul, there's been a bit of an incident, actually. You may recall that Lee Hendry left, what, so about 15, 20 minutes ago. Yeah, Lee, yeah. Uh, Jay- <laughs> Jamie's just said, I've got Lee Hendry's car keys. <laughs> Martin, he's, Martin Kellner is just Martin leaving. Martin, we w- have a safe trip. Yes. Give our best Thank to you very much, Martin. And yeah, good uh, stuff. fantastic. There yes, he is. the, the car keys. Tonight, though, you're back, you're back at 1am. 1, 1 back at 1am overnight. You're missing overnight. car key gate. Oh, sorry, car key gate. OK. <laughs> yeah, so he's gonna... got them. Yes. So there he is. You've got Lee's car. Have you phoned Lee? OK. And is he coming back for them? Well, yeah, he's going to be a bit so. cross, isn't he? I tell you what, it's probably a nice car, Jamie. I'd keep quiet. But we could yeah, work out. They're they Ferrari keys. It's an Audi. It's only a small little key fob. Why couldn't Lee put that in his own pocket? I don't know. I mean, <laughs> man don't ask me. I'm not Lee Hendry. <laughs> I don't know the ways of the uh, of the professional footballer. But uh, so we might be driving back then tonight. And, We're all back in the alley. Imagine that. It's, you know, some players, you know, I mean, you know, if, if Lee was still playing now, if Lee was Jack Grealish, he'd say, oh, no, man, I can't be bothered to walk back. Just keep it. Keep the car. I'll just get another one. That's true, actually. Yeah. It's not quite as easy, really. Yeah, it's I mean, been when you retired. You know, Lee was in a good time, but maybe not the times that they're in now, the footballers, of course. So anyway, we were, I imagine he'll be back. He'll be back soon. Uh, right, now the producer's very keen for me to uh, use up all the material that I accumulated last night. Right, so we are now in the dregs, <laughs> dregs. dregs territory. Very, okay. very much the dregs. We've got the clips of the week coming up, by the way. Yeah. We haven't forgotten them. They're slightly late because of the racing, but they're coming up yeah, shortly. Yeah, they are. And uh, Rupert was sort of telling you, we were talking about the lockdown and all that. Rupert was saying that during lockdown... He, one of his jobs was for breakfast. He had to watch sort of different types well, of telly. I, they asked him to do kind of stuff outside his comfort zone. So, you know, you'd, you'd think BBC4, that sort of thing. You'd wrongly think that yeah. because he pretends to be highbrow, but he's easy. <laughs> but they got him on ITVB and stuff yeah. like that. And he, he claimed to have watched... The Real Housewives of Ascot. And we thought, he's made that up. It's not even a programme, is like, it? And so we thought, imagine like racing had those offshoots, like the Real Housewives of Utoxeter, the Real Housewives of Weatherby, the Real Housewives of Wolverhampton on the all-weather. Really, just every 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 course had its own Real Housewives. I think there is something called Absolutely Ascot, which I think is... Again, he's ITV, but maybe he meant that. It's in the envelope. It's, you know, it's yeah, that, it's that, it's that kind thing, of, but there, there that isn't kind such of telly. Thing, really. yeah. So apparently the committee weren't happy with him, but there you go. And uh, we ordered a basket of roti. And uh, as it arrived, I, th- was, I think it was the timing, really, but I went, and dancing the American smooth, it's Roti Mabuse. <laughs> the really? producer loved, because he's a big fan of Strictly Come Dancing. Yeah, OK. Well, I told you it was the dregs. I wouldn't go down uh, well with everybody, but there we are. <laughs> yep. <laughs> wouldn't go down with everybody. Am I fine? <laughs> you hate Strictly. Yeah, he hate it. Do you? Producer, yeah, he hates oh, Strictly. Really? Okay, you've got him wrong. Oh, I didn't know that at so, all. So, um, well, here's Rupert and Lizzie. They're here. Oh, Fantastic. 
Well, well done, guys. They're, they're just post commentary. They've come up yes. to well, uh, fair enough to, a, to, a, to a Rupert refreshment. Probably, Rupert will probably attack the bar. I would imagine. <laughs> It's, watch him in full flow, it is quite impressive, isn't it, <laughs> really? The years of training. Very it's always so. the quiet ones. Um, anything else, Andy? Well, not really. I mean, you know, not really. I That's it. Say you've, so. you've finally reached the bottom of your Unless list. Unless you want to talk about Didcot Parkway. No. no. <laughs> Only that it sounds like a name from Toast. Yeah. Sounds like a name from Toast. <laughs> the old British actor of the same name. That's right. Who can forget him? Yeah, of course. He was brilliant. That's so it. That's it. We've, he's done. And um, Simon loves sailing. We never got to that. We never you, got to you really that. love sailing? Yeah, he loves sailing. It's a great yeah. sport. It's so exciting. It's like the song by Rod Stewart. So close, isn't it? It's like a mile apart. He goes, oh, it's a photo finish. Don't trash the man's. <laughs> favourite sport. Goodness, uh, goodness me. Sorry, that's a anyway, great, uh, great. We'll, we'll so many different there. classes, I think. We got some clips so of the week for you. Oh, yeah. Uh, we got some clips of the week for you very shortly. Um, <laughs> so that's all to come. Uh, we are here with a very good put friend. That bit in the podcast. Yeah. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Well, there we are. That was this afternoon's show. We're back in the studio on Monday, pouring over the international uh, football. Uh, Jamie's gone off for a drive in Lee Hendry's car. Yeah, I think he has. He's going to test drive it. Yeah. yeah. So, um, well, if you can catch up with us uh, on Monday, great for one. If not, podcasts available at four thirty. Have a great weekend. You've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hear the guys every weekday between 1 and 4 p.m. on TalkSport. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.